Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 382 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Dana Eileen. Hello, hello. And the return of Jordan Biordi. I'm back, baby. How's everybody doing today? Questionable at yep. best. Pirates. But uh, has coffee. coffee and mildly and will annoyed. travel. He's over here with like water. I'm pointing because <laughs> he's there, but he's there. Yes. Hydration overrated. I'll take combination over hydration any day. Just watching him pour my walls now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this week uh, we got a lot of Nintendo news. Yesterday, we uh, did. We 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 love a Nintendo Direct around here, and uh, this was a, a big one as it. usual. Um, yes. So let's kind of just kind of kick things off and go down the list, shall we? Um, so the big yes. opener was Fire Emblem Warriors: Three Hopes, which is coming out. How did I not remember Fire Emblem earlier? We just like <laughs> we were just <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> we were just embarrassing. There it is. Uh, so yeah, we got another Fire Emblem Warriors game, another uh, Nintendo Musou game. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I haven't finished Three Houses yet after all this time, but I, I don't really know if this is necessary. It's not. Yeah, it doesn't seem like yeah. uh, it's about as necessary as uh, Hyrule Warriors. Uh, you know, oh. Age of Calamity was like okay, Age of Calamity. I was gonna, I was gonna defend yeah. the original Hyrule. Warriors. No, Hyrule Warriors <laughs> is like perfect, and yeah. even like the original that... Fire Emblem Warriors was like genuinely really good. But it's just like, yeah, this this to me, like when I saw this, it definitely kind of felt like a scraping of the bottom of the barrel. Because just you know, it's like I, I, it's like another Warriors game. Which don't get me wrong, I love Warriors, but it's like it's just based solely in three houses. Like it's kind of just like diluting the things that made like those original games very interesting and cool yeah i mean i i don't really know how this fits into the story or anything like that again i haven't finished through houses but yeah it just doesn't seem necessary well, it does, I might get check it out but yeah because it, it based on what it was showing it doesn't even look like it's like like at least you can kind of argue that age of calamity was kind of like okay it's a prequel to breath of the wild this just looks like it's like the same game but a warrior's game instead of like Fire Emblem. It's like, yeah, we, we missed the chance to put these characters into Fire of the Warriors, so let's give them their own. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I have a question. How in, like big do people think the Fire Emblem series is in North America? I know in Japan it is huge, but how big does Nintendo really wants to, that series to do well here? I, I, I know the games themselves, like the ones for the Switch, the ones for the 3DS, etc., are really, really well regarded. But how big do we think they are in North America overall? I think they're like decently sized okay. because like it's not like Nintendo hasn't been delivering on these like in North America for quite a long time. Like even back on the GameCube, they did like like full uh, like version remakes of like the original Fire Emblem and I think like yeah. uh, Fire Emblem Two. Like they just called them different things. So it's like they've been putting them out and people want them like there's a, definitely a demand for them um so i don't think i don't think it's as like small a series as people are, like in north america as some people tend seem to think so yeah like think... the smash always kind of kept it alive right like marth mm -hmm. got people curious about what the series marth was is from uh, fire emblem yes yeah. yeah from the first ones Boy, yeah marth. so people are kind of curious about it from that because we never got them uh, in their own time and when we did start getting them they were kind of niche titles still um, yeah 
Yeah, the demand is there. Like, I mean, like if you if you go looking for the GameCube games, GameCube and the Wii ones, I think it is. Mm -hmm. uh, they are like expensive on the collector market. Like, they are yeah, like, high demand for those. Um, and like Awakening was a huge success. Like, I remember trying to find oh, copies it, of it, it when it came out, yeah. and couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Um, now the demand for Fire Emblem Warriors, I don't know uh, how great that is, but uh, yeah, or kind of how great the demand is for more Three Houses content because I feel like it hit really well for a lot of people, but. I mean, I for one was kind of like eh to it, as, as much as I yeah. liked the the two on 3ds. Uh, yes, yeah, really catch me the same way. So I I definitely think uh, Awakening might be like of all the Fire Emblems I've played, Awakening might be the best one. Um, and yeah, Three Houses like was good, but when you sort of stack it up to like beside Awakening, it's like no contest. Yeah, let's let's get something else of Warriors treatment. Where's, where's yeah. my Final Fantasy yeah. Warriors, damn it? Well, they yeah, big Nintendo Warriors. Warriors. I mean, you had um, a fighting game. Those yeah, Final Fantasy got the Dissidia games, yeah. And those yeah. Different, like, mm -hmm. We need like a Muso game that would be perfect. Like I've been, I've been wanting this since Hyrule Warriors came out in 2014. That would be cool. Um, yeah, like you, why there's a lot of potential there. Same kind of like and, crossover storyline. And I feel like the remake in 15 kind of like laid some foundation for like a more action-focused style of final fantasy it's not like you couldn't work those kind of like semi-tactical elements into a musou game because like the dragon warrior musou kind of like had like minor rpg elements where you could like command monsters and use magic spells and stuff so it actually like felt very like connected to its source material so like you could do it with final fantasy i think too definitely yeah, yeah. It just matter it's just a matter of uh, square wants to work with koei technology yeah, which they are because that's uh, Koi Tech was actually well, uh, Team Ninja is doing uh, that Stranger Paradise game, so oh, oh, you're right, that's yeah, that's true. And they've worked with uh, Koi Techmo on I want to say the city as well, actually. Did they? I know Nintendo did Team Ninja, anyways. There, there is there is connection there, like there's they they play nicely together already, so anyways, well, that's uh, that's coming out on June 24th, which is like Koi Techmo that did work with Smash was the Band with what? sorry, which one? Uh, on Smash. I think it was Koei Tecmo. Or maybe it was Bandai Namco. There's a know. lot of names in that uh, in that <laughs> Smash roster like now. Half half the industry, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I just wanted to make sure I corrected myself if I was wrong, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a I'm not sure because yeah, like you say, there's such a like a, so many hands on that ball, like just yeah. entangling their own even, properties being included. So didn't Monolith do some work on it too as well? I mean, well, that's the thing, right? Because like they all kind of represented their own work too, right? So like they were involved mm -hmm. in the Xenoblade stuff, right? Yeah, um, that's just a, that's a whole big melting yeah. pot, anyways. Uh, that's, that's one thing that's not in this direct for the first time actually, which is kind of weird. Um, so yeah, the next thing they showed was Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp, which is coming April eighth. Mm -hmm. Now we know. Uh, anyone Very cool. play Advance Wars? I kind of missed this on Game Boy Advance, to be honest. I I did play it. Um, I didn't fully understand it when I played it because like like jumping into it, um, like my only knowledge of kind of like RTS style games was StarCraft, mm -hmm. and so like I kind of wanted it to be that, and it played very differently because it's very like like grounded in RPG. Um, so I didn't fully get it and I didn't fully get into it. Um, but then like years later, I would pick up Wargroove, which is essentially the oh, yeah. same thing. And it's so good. Um, and that made me like, that one? uh, was that, 
that cuttlefish? Mm, or no. Cuttlefish are the cutest fish. This yeah. is what I'm here for, people. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was chucklefish. Sorry, I was thinking. Chucklefish, uh, was, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I thought I thought so it was happy. someone else for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. So it's it's so super good, and it plays exactly like Advance War. So it uh, it kind of like re like slaked my appetite for more uh, Advance Wars Didn't games. Kind of like. Um, I don't think they've touched it since the Game I don't, Boy Advance. Have they? No, they they did one for the they did one for the DS. If I do recall, I think hmm. it was like it, it's because I remember I remember it, it involved using both the screens because you could launch like missiles or something and it would like show up on the top screen and you had like a timer before it came back down. I know they did do one for that. Um, I don't think they did one for the 3DS. Um, what was it called? It was like it was called like like Dual Mission or something like that. Like I can't remember, but yeah. So I think there's been three. There's an advanced wars on Android. And did they do one on the GameCube as well? Oh, that sounds no, I don't think so. familiar. We can move away from this. I'm, I'm yeah, we can yeah. definitely move away from it. <laughs> Not too far. But yeah, we're point, a, we're point, a tangent point is, it's a super cool game, and you should definitely like play it when it gets on the Switch. Cool. It does seem like a very nice upgrade, yeah. Uh, yeah, like visually, it looks amazing. And the Switch is perfect for reviving games like that. Like The Game Boy mm -hmm. Advance has such a great library, so it's good to get stuff off of that. Uh, mm. So, yeah, one big thing, uh, a big temple announcement is that No Man's Sky is arriving on Switch. Yes. Mind blow moment there. Uh, that is so crazy to me. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how well it's actually going to run. Yeah, I, well, you know what? I think um, I think that, like, if you look at a game like The Witcher 3, which kind of, like, did uh, set a certain standard for mm -hmm. ports on the Switch, well, you, because, you like... Also had, um... Wolfenstein as well. Yeah, Wolfenstein too, and even uh, Doom before that. Like, mm. like these these are games that you wouldn't expect to run as well as they do on the Switch. Um, and I, and I point I point to Witcher Three specifically because of like the scope of it. Like, like both Wolfenstein and Doom are a little bit more contained as shooters. Like, but like Witcher Three has this giant open world RPG thing. Like, it definitely runs really well. Like, if you're willing to accept like a visual downgrade um like it's genuinely surprising how good it is on the switch and like i've seen a lot of people talking online too about like like you know how surprising it is that it's that good on the switch as far as ports goes i've seen some really sloppy ports on the switch now, like is there PS2 a difference games. between something going to like the oled versus the normal nintendo switch can they just no. say it's just going here it's just really no. the screen that's different right these things are fundamentally exactly the same it's just the screen it's that slightly is different, different chip, though, isn't it? slightly different but like in terms of like processing power and everything okay. they're yeah. basically that's the internals are exactly sure. the same so I was wondering oh, yeah. if we we're going to start seeing like only coming to this version. Of no, Switch. no, these, they did that with the new 3DS, yeah, and that didn't really yeah, pan out very well in their favor. They have but I think are, they have some certain, certain things are better on the OLED just because of how they're optimized. Well, better, yeah, yeah but that's that's looking. That's not yeah. necessarily. Yeah, visually, right? Like this, just the color palette and everything. But but the thing, but the, to, to Chris's point, the the the, the but the, the new 3DS and the old 3DS, I think there actually was like a different like processing unit in the 3ds so it was actually like substantially different from the originals yeah like there, there were games that could not run on 3ds yeah. like hyrule yeah. Wars part actually kind of mm -hmm. uh, but it's nigh unplayable on regular but worked on 3ds so as far as i'm aware of like all the breakdowns i've seen like these this is exactly the same as 
the other okay. ones so it's not like uh it would be it would be a like a like exclusive mm -hmm. thing but so yeah like i'm i'm really really excited to see and curious because like if it's just a visual downgrade like if you know it, it whatever it outputs to 720 and that's going to be it but like it still runs mm -hmm. smoothly enough and the fact that it doesn't seem to be a cloud-based game either like mm -hmm. um, i was gonna say do we have confirmation on that at this point i feel like if it was like maybe maybe I, we could be wrong and they could come out later and announce that it's like it will be a cloud-based game but like it feels like for all the other stuff that has been cloud-based they've kind of said right away that it's a cloud-based thing like when they announced kingdom hearts they didn't kind of say like kingdom hearts is coming to the switch and then like you know months later they're like oh it's a cloud version like they said it right well, that one was a little sneakier i think <laughs> let's be clear here sean murray and the people behind um no Man's Sky <laughs> have been very vague on how certain things yeah. work so well i mean i don't think they've ever been strictly dishonest i think they just no. kind of hope it's all going to be great and then they find out that it might not be. Is that how it normally goes? You just tiptoe around? You avoid the truth? Well, they, they were like, it's totally multiplayer. You can totally see each other. Yeah, you just might never do that. Yeah, no, they, they straight up lie. You can, just in this one They straight up lie. Let's, let's, be, yeah. let's be honest. But, but to that point, I do think that they have learned their lesson oh, I, I, now. I, think, what, I no. think Hello Games have learned. And I think what they're doing right now with... Um, that game, they put so many free expansions up for the game. Mm -hmm. The game is nothing close to what it was no, when it first launched. Like it's it's an actual game now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, but, but to a certain, but like for to a certain degree too, I think like maybe it's not it it's not as like uh, taxing a game as we might thought it will because it's all procedurally generated too, right? So like yeah. the idea of like the scope of like the you know the quote-unquote like infinite universe that they have like you know it's just all like randomly generated in like small spaces right so like i don't know if there's if they've figured out like workarounds on how to do that like when when you land on planets or you get into galaxies mm -hmm. like to like save on power or like processing power or whatever for the switch like mm -hmm. to make it work this is why like this is like such a big like exciting thing for me to see because mm -hmm. i want to see like if it really pushes the limits of this console and shows like what it's capable of then like, yeah, I mean, I think I could see them like kind of playing with the way the draw distance works, things like that, to make it so yeah. work on a system that doesn't have the same power. But then again, it did run on a PS4, and the PS4 yeah. is very almost equivalent to what a Switch is power-wise. Maybe a bit different in the architecture, but it does mm -hmm. share some similarities in like how much processing it can do. So. I can see it running. It just might not be as pretty as it is in the PS5. Or yeah, it's, there has to be like a much smaller draw rate, right? Like a lot of yeah, things yeah. like that, a little more pop in. But, but you know, exactly. things that's... are perfectly fine on Switch. Like that's not like a make or break thing. Exactly. But, but then again, if even if they have like you know, um, uh, what's it called? Like the sort of like um, like generated uh, like draw distance or like generated like um, like resolution where like, you know like it just like kind of renders things worse at far distance so you can still kind of see it but it's like whatever yeah, I mean, games do you know that. yeah it's portrait mode for video games yeah yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of games do do, do yeah that. it, it that's how doom gets away with it too to hide the nipples in the background yeah those nipples there don't look don't don't <laughs> see i never noticed that before and now you're gonna draw there's so many it. now <laughs> yeah anyway so this, dana just I, made I'm this looking... podcast r-rated i mean Art did. This one, there's no nipples. Anyway, there's like the 10,000 games, so maybe we should pick and choose which ones yeah, we talk about, exactly. guys. No, all of them. I know, Jordan, but... 
exhaustive exhaustive list all of them. Okay, fine. The next so the next next big new one. thing. The next new thing was Mario Strikers Battle League. Yes. Uh, Another I don't like anything though. That looks kind of fun. No, Mario Strikers was super cool, and it had like a really edgy art style. That and was, was the like, one made in Vancouver, right? The original one. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm so, I'm a little go. upset. I'll be honest, because it looks like they, you know, because of all like Nintendo games now, it's gone like super into like the Mario universe. Because like the original Strikers had this kind of unique. Um, donkey kong connection because the kremlings were like the goalies so like they actually had this weird thing but now it's just like all oh, they've just put boom boom in the net and it's like whatever but like it looks super cool and i like the way that they did the the power moves to like emulate the this like the art style of the original box art i mean maybe you'll get chris pratt to be mario and everything will become that would be circle. the best sorry who who mario mario you know mario. the guy who's gonna be garfield also See, I forgot all about that because my mind went straight to Ted Lasso when the trailer came on. Uh, <laughs> hope all this life. Uh, <laughs> I also, uh, I, I, that should lead to another thing, but we'll wait for that. I don't know what's like, happening. A news later of the... Um, Stop was, jumping is, around. Is it not there? Stop looking. Stop looking ahead. <laughs> we don't have I don't know what you want to talk about. Why don't you just talk about it? You made this really <laughs> weird. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine there. Okay, that was. Um, Here, yeah. the Jurassic, Jurassic something trailer. Yeah, the new Jurassic World Dom Dominion. Is that what it is? Oh, I didn't see. I don't know. I don't anyway. oh, yeah, Dominion. Yeah, I that's ignored Dominion. Oh, okay. Oh, that's I just, Domination. I just, I just kept seeing Chris Pratt. I'm like, mm, I don't like you now. But you did like Dinosaurs in the Snow. I did like Dinosaurs in the Snow, so. but then it was like Chris Pratt's like, all things are God's creatures. And I'm like, go away. Okay. No, that's not the line you put the trailer from him. Let's not go there. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's not go there. That's not the All line right. you want to use. Um, and then he wishes Splatoon's his wife a, happy Splatoon's birthday. Thing. Freaks out. Splatoon's, Splatoon's a thing. thing. Someone runs back. I have a friend who's played like a thousand hours into that. He'll be very happy to hear that. It's cool. a lot Still of no fun. date though. Uh, yeah. Just this summer. One thing uh, that I was kind of curious to see was uh, that uh, Square Enix is making remaking Front Mission uh, for the Switch. Yeah. Uh, well, is it Front uh, the, Mission? Um, Front Mission was like, originally a. PlayStation game, wasn't it? No, uh, you're no, thinking of Armored Oh, but you God, they all but Front Mission was the one that's. Oh my God, they all blend together. It's I like a tactical. I didn't know it existed cast. either, Brendan. <laughs> wasn't Front Mission the? It's like a tactical turn base with Max. Was I that think? the one they did? They kind of did. Uh, they did a remake, um, like not a remake, a kind of a. Front Mission, uh, what was it called? They did one that was like one of the worst games ever that came out on PS4. And it had the artwork that looked like it was called, it look, made it look like it was a Metal Gear game. Yep. That sounds vaguely yeah. familiar, yeah. But the, the originals were like, the originals were like Super Famicom ones back in 95, like a Japanese yeah. original. Oh, really? Um, but what, what was kind of curious about this for me was like I remember writing a news piece like a while back about Square enlisting uh, Forever Entertainment to work on an old IP that they had lapsed, and uh, this is not one of the ones I expected them to revive. I was thinking something along the lines of like, well, Chrono Sorry, Cross, which we're getting later. Uh, He's talking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, I, I was thinking maybe something more along the lines of like the other like '90s RPGs. I was not thinking first Front Mission, so that. Well, they you know. Right now. They did sort of announce another one too. Yeah, that's yeah, not the Chrono one we Cross. wanted, but it's there. Well, Chrono Cross? Yeah. 
A lot of people wanted Chrono Cross, actually. No, people wanted Chrono Trigger. That's they want both, good let's one. be honest, yeah. But... They, they want it all, but they only <laughs> get one. Okay, what did you find? What makes you happy? Left Alive Front Mission was came out like four years ago, and it was real bad. Did it have zombies in it? No, it was like, it was kind of looked like Metal Gear. Oh, looks like we're looking at each other. Oh, I heard Left Alive, and I was like, that's zombies. No, it was um, kind of like a Metal Gear game, but kind of... It was weird. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, it was so bad. How <laughs> See, I, I thought you said live are live, Brendan mining until someone understands what's happening. Yep. We're so glad we're on video second. now, at least. Gives you us get something to, see to watch. My, my ridiculous mining of that's right because they even they even had like the like cut co like the cover art like tried to emulate well no metal i think they're like the, so they hard metal gear artist oh did yeah okay well yes. yeah, even still <laughs> even still <laughs> how do you look at that yeah, not was... immediately just think of metal gear well they did they the power go on ottawa there jordan yeah jordan is why like, oh, i'm in the dark like... sorry <laughs> is your monitor what's giving you light Thank God for RGBs, otherwise you would have lost you in the darkness. No. You guys are stellar. I'll right? never I'm tell. So <laughs> uh, oh uh, yeah, God. but uh, Chrono Cross is coming too. Uh, which Chrono Cross. I'm pretty excited okay. about that because I like to see that like golden era of RPGs mm -hmm. getting mm -hmm. some traction again. There's well, a lot of good stuff I've been waiting or hoping for someone to remaster, and uh, this gives me hope if this one does well that we'll see some other ones come back too. Speaking of golden age of RPGs. What else did we get, Chris? We got Live Alive. Uh, okay, but I'm thinking maybe a little bit more like, you know, exciting. I the thought that was been, pretty exciting. What actually. we all <laughs> really, really wanted. I don't know what you're talking about at all. Yeah, See, we got to use the words, guys. This is getting real what? boring. <laughs> Earthbounds. It was what yes, he was getting I, at. I, I have no force in that race. So. I've never been a fan of it. Brendan. Oh, no. Brendan. You? And we and we I'm were fine. just How trying to say that you liked things. It's like yeah. the best. It's like what like I if you I have lots of games I enjoy. Earthbound's not one of them. It's not true. I have seen him enjoy at least two games. One game. <laughs> no, I like lots of games. Like I was gonna say. <laughs> like Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night. Love it. Earthbound? Meh. Alright, Earthbound's coming. You're happy with this. Earthbound's here, actually. Is it a new yeah. game? Or like no, is it a new uh, they, version? It's just the old one? Yeah, they just they brought it to the uh the, okay. the Switch like online. No thing. news then. Yeah, so no, no, that's... emulators like for no, that's every forever. Yeah, yeah but you know, it's on the on the um the Nintendo Classic too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's it's big, but it's also like, yeah, this has been released a few times now, so yeah, it's, it's not people, Mother Three that everybody wanted. No, so. but it's exactly. like, I mean, it's, you know, it's God. that thing where, like, you know, every time Nintendo puts out a game on the Switch Online thing, it's like always disappointing. And now we finally got the the one thing that we all wanted very much. So now all we need is Mario RPG on there, and the ritual uh, will be complete. Um, I mean, they put uh, Breath of Fire on there. That was a Square game, wasn't it? Square was that Capcom? Uh, I think Square picked up at some point, but I don't think it was originally. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but that's uh, first that, name so, basis with Square. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. given them enough money over the years that I can be on a first name basis with them. That's fair. Um, I think it might technically be a Square game. It says that Square published it. 
Yeah, hard to say. Um, oh no, it was yeah, it was originally developed by Capcom. I was wrong. Sorry. Another big one was uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, uh, which was that's great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so is it really? Because I yeah, like I looked at it and I'm like, you know what I did the last time this happened? I figured out how to bowl sitting on my ass on the couch. So I just, now I'm just gonna look for more ways to sit on my ass on the couch. That's fine. I, you still have fun doing it that way. I just really love that they like are keeping the like Wii Sports like franchise alive because like you know it's fine well it's like it's such a it's such a it's such a unique thing because like when you think back to when the wii like first came out like the big thing that sold wii's to people was wii sports and it was just a tech demo that came with the system like but it became its own like cult thing right like yeah when when we got a wii it was for that we got yeah, it for exactly. that and I went, oh it did other things and i never did the other things and then i think there was like a second version of the sports and i was like these sports yeah sports it was on, on, the, on the wii u <laughs> Yeah. No, well, there was, there was like that, yeah, like, and there was like the Wii Sports Resort and stuff. Oh, like, that, so it, wasn't this no? Some games. Hey, change. Some <laughs> games was the um, Microsoft one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Progenitor is right. It's it's like Astro's Playroom for the PS5. Exactly. Yeah. It just so, came with, and it was great, right? Yeah. Except so, Wii Sports was like playable by grandmas and like young mm-hmm. children, and, and like I can remember with my my son's grandparents. That's what we used to do before he was. Yeah. Born long before my kids were born. That's what we used to do with that. Because <laughs> we is an ancient system. Mm-hmm. So hey, that's what I mean. Like, it's just... Don't call me old. I'll cut you. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's almost twenty. Well, it's fifteen years old at least by this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's really fun to me that they're just like keeping that whole thing alive, and I'm really happy about it. Although I, I, I was talking to somebody else today, though, like I'm not excited about that because they used to give that away with Wii's, and now they want me to pay for it. Well, I guess that's, <laughs> that's fair. Actually a good yeah. Point. <laughs> this should be like a demo version that lets you have at least like tennis for free. At, at the same time, it's like this was something that sold, like pushed the Wii to being one of the best selling uh, platforms ever. So exactly, Switch beat it I mean, already. Is that right? I think the Switch did beat it. Switch uh, just beat it actually. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the last few months. Um, so, but of so that of that generation, it was the like the highest. It was Gangbusters. Yeah. yeah, like H- hear me out here. So. There, there's no pack-in software for the Switch unless you get like a rare bundle like the Mario Kart one they did for Boxing Day and Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. bundle Nintendo Switch Sports with some Switches. Well, there was a Diablo bundle as well. Yeah, every, every so often they do like a bundle, but uh, they're pretty far, few and far between. Like even the Animal Crossing one they did didn't actually include the game. Really? Uh, did it not yeah. actually include the game? It did include the game. That's super weird to me. No. I'd... Oh, you know what? Yeah, it was just like a yeah. skin. It wasn't Trust like an me, actual yeah. bundle. <laughs> I have seen the boxes in the last few weeks. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, no that, I forgot about that because yeah, that was just like a that was just a paint job that wasn't actually like a. It's a nice paint thing. job, but it is just. A paint oh yeah, job. no, it's beautiful. Um, so Nintendo, there you go, free idea, package Nintendo Switch Sports with uh, Switch systems, and uh, yes. yeah, enjoy your money. Um, and then, uh... I, I never thought I'd be underwhelmed by news about Metroid, but uh, there's a Metroid update that came out yesterday, which added yeah. some new modes, but it's not going to do anything for me. I don't care for one-hit KO modes. No, that and especially, like, with, with the, how, like, tough that game kind of is, like, and it's not even, like, it's 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 kind of, like, the way it's designed that you're, like, suppo- just, like, supposed to take hits and take damage. Um, like, one hit, you're going to literally last, like, two minutes in that game and give up. <laughs> like, it's yeah. stupid. Yeah, I, I got really excited when I saw that there was an update for it. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be, like, new, like, levels, maybe? Like, some, like, challenge modes? No, it's just a dumb well, artificial a intelligence. 
Yeah, but it's just like artificial difficulty. It's not like it's even like a real challenge. It's like, oh, can you not get hit once in a game that's like, you know, two-dimensional and designed so you're gonna get hit a lot? Like... That being said, they also did out of rookie mode, uh, conversely, which is kind of a nice addition for some people who are having trouble with the difficulty in it. Mm -hmm. um, as well as writing a boss mode in April, which is more... Boss rush mode is kind of cool. I'm curious how it's going to work with different upgrades, because you can considering you fight different bosses with different things, so... They'll probably yeah. just give it to you. Like, must, as yeah. part of, like, yeah, like, as, like, part of the fight, you just have it unlocked. Hmm. But then again, um, yeah, like, I, I, how would that work? Because, like, initially, essentially, like, the way Metroid is designed is that you sort of, like, get the power-up, and then you, they give you a space to use mm. it to, like, get comfortable with it, and then they throw you at a boss to, like, actually, like, once you've figured out how to use it. I, it might be something that unlocks after you've beaten the game or something. I'm not, I can, I don't know yeah, maybe. That or not. Um, yeah, so two other big things that came at the end of the show. The first was uh, Mario Kart 8 DLC. Uh, yeah, that, uh, this was kind of a big thing for it's gonna be about $33 Canadian. I checked the eShop. Uh, yeah, but you're going to get 48 total courses, which doubles the amount of courses in the game. Okay, now um, I saw a lot of people like mad, like, we're not gonna get another game until 2026 at this rate. Yeah, okay, you're getting you have to 48 wait. courses. Is that not for, a new game? Like, what are we for at? For 34 bucks. Are we looking for better graphics with Mario Kart? I don't think so. So what Data. are we looking for in a new game? Oh, he, we're using names now. Let's go. <laughs> if I've learned anything in my time on the internet, is that... <laughs> the internet is angry. <laughs> there, There's generally, like, no pleasing... Nintendo fans specifically, like, you know, I referenced the discourse around Animal Crossing a lot because it's just, you know, you could you can't give Nintendo fans anything without and and have them be like happy. So it's just like they got all this DLC which is like fine. Okay, like I'm not happy about, you know, paid DLC either, but it's like you know, the value of what you're getting versus the price kind of makes me go like okay, whatever. Like, you know, even though it's like a genuine like well, how many courses normally content? come with a new game? Like, um, I don't play Mario Kart. There's usually, game, there's so. usually eight, eight cups, four courses each. So you can do the math, math on that. Okay. Um, so I, think, getting... I, I, I think the original had 36 and they added the 12 DLC courses that make up yeah, the deluxe version. Deluxe, yeah, Deluxe had all the extra so stuff. So there was extra I would say stuff. half the price of the game for almost as many courses then what's the, missing just the the, the fact the is, is that like graphics. well even not even just like graphics it's just like you know maybe like a new like element because like eight added the whole like zero g thing um like just it's just it's the fact that it's not something new you know what i mean it's like they wanted mario kart 9 and they didn't get it so even though they're getting a ton of new content which it's is like from nine. all the previous games like me I got number yeah, nine. That's not new then. You're just playing the same freaking game. It's just and, got a and, new number at the end. And that's Sorry, kind of my thing wait. too, is that like eight eight is such a good game. Like it's almost like the definitive Mario Kart. So just to like add like newer stuff to it, like just to keep like updating it, like it seems better to me than you know, scraping, like, trying to get out a, a Mario Kart 9 for the sake of having it. Like, like I get like, it. When Mario Party Superstars came out, I reviewed that, and I was annoyed. I'm like, this is just 
all the other games, well, but they've now packaged it in one game and made me pay 80 bucks for it. Ironically, so, though, Dana, it's better than Super Mario Party because it's all the old things that people used to love from their childhood when well, life was Nostalgia is a touch, but I want a touch. That should be the DLC <laughs> on top of my new yeah. game. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where I'm at with that. Like, I get being mad about certain things, but they're giving you an entire game worth of new content. They just didn't put yeah. another. Fine. Mario and, and... 9 DLC Part 10. Like, what? And... They're taking, they're taking the courses. Why would you eat it, Grogu? Call me. <laughs> and, and they're taking courses out of that shitty mobile game that, like, so it's like, oh, they, they actually, like, wanted to make it good now. <laughs> like, Here, here's the circle of Rich. Nintendo Directs, or any big thing. Thing airs at 5 o'clock. Everyone goes, goes nuts for the news as, as it's announced. Overnight, it sours, and people get mad. And then in the morning when I wake up, everyone's mad about it and screaming about it. And then eventually the stuff comes out, and half the people buy it anyways. Yeah, nobody nobody oh, was happy about Arceus, and it's the best-selling Pokemon of, like, all time now. Well, that's even, like, I've, I've been listening to people thank you about my baby yoga mug. It's Grogu, thanks. <laughs> anyway. Um, Grogu squad, unite. Yes, exactly. We'll just, in case anyone cares. Um, oh, now I forgot what I was saying. You can't do that to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I was watching people talk about the, the previews for Elden Ring that and mm -hmm. that not a ton of outlets got them and not a ton of outlets have have them okay fine but then everybody's well yeah it's probably because the game's not ready and the game sucks and it's this and it's that and so i mean what? like when when <laughs> but you're still companies... gonna buy it the day it comes out but i'm watching you sit here and tell the whole world yeah. how much it sucks well the sour grapes they haven't get, they didn't get yeah but like sad. okay like but like historically <laughs> Uh, you know when when publishers and like movie studios don't send out review copies like I mean, they, they that's not a good review. sign for the quality of the thing okay. it's not that they're not sending out review copies it's just not everyone got a preview copy that's a different thing yeah mm. that that's what we're talking about it was just previews that came out today not reviews yeah. oh okay, um, okay. I mean, I, I mean, but this isn't even just like it's not just people in the industry that are mad it's yeah. people are like random people are saying yeah well you know the well, game sucks if they're not letting I, me see it earlier it sucks it sucks like yeah. how much you want to bet you've got a pre-order well, like, i've never i yeah. know at rl we don't really do previews a week before a game comes out because no. what's the point you're gonna have the review in a week and a half anyway yeah, there's no point sense. playing five hours resetting yourself again and then playing another Rage. same five that hours again because usually preview builds are not anything you've done in a preview build usually won't carry over to the final. Anyway, rebuild. my whole point was just to say that the people that are mad about it absolutely are still going to buy the game. Oh yeah, they're upset that someone else played it before them. That's all. Maybe, maybe, maybe we didn't realize that giving everyone a platform to just say whatever the hell they wanted to that was, was a bad idea. Yeah. I'm at As any time on a platform like, saying whatever the hell we like, want to wasn't a good idea. Yeah, but like we know better than yeah. most people. <laughs> We went to school. We're experts really? in the field. We know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, we do I mean, this for like a living. The, I saw this happening also today with uh, Chocobo GP, the Final Fantasy kart racing game that's coming out. Like they announced it's going to be a season pass, um, and one of the characters on it is Cloud, one of the biggest right. characters in the series. Yeah, but they also said that <laughs> they're giving away the season pass basically in the first, like, like in the launch window. But just the fact that there is a season pass is like a boolean pass fail. Right, like historically speaking, most people when a, when a new game comes out, they'll play a lot of it at, at the start. If they like it, they'll maybe dust it off every now and then. But like a lot of times, like you fall off it, you you move on to something yeah. else. Something else comes out. 
Uh, you can like, come back and finish it later on. So realistically, most people who are going to be playing this kart racing game will finish the story mode within that first season mm -hmm. and move on to other pastures. But just by merit of us having a, like failing this Boolean season pass, tr pass fail thing. Yeah. Uh, they're just going to be turned off at the game altogether, no matter how good it is. Like, let's... I did. Okay. I went, I went programming on it. This is Turing we're in. Yeah. yeah. We're okay. just, can you just say it again for us, Chris? Say it again. Close up. Boolean. Yeah. Thank nice. you. It's awful when I have control, isn't it? It's on the spot. So good. So good. Just just like to that point, like I like I kind of I kind of see like the like the logic there just because like it does kind of feel like especially now you know putting a season pass in your game does kind of feel like a slimy maneuver to like you know get money out of people and like and create that like false sense of like immediacy and urgency to play the game and like you know complete the tasks and do all this stuff like you're sort of like locking things behind paywalls and like timing and stuff like so i i get it that way but yeah at the same time it's like it's you know not having one like doesn't automatically disqualify like the quality of your game but like it, it's 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 a weird like it's a weird balancing act now that you have to do because like everyone wants to have the thing it's like nfts now you put an nft in a game and it's an automatic disqualifier like of course it is like nobody wants nfts anywhere so like you can't just you, you know even if you have a really good high quality game if you say oh we're putting nfts in it everyone's gonna be like well okay well this is probably gonna be shit now like i mean i don't know if it's quite that no, way. it's a. So I mean, it, extreme it, it, comparison. It's more of if you're putting NFTs in, you're, you're thinking it's the game itself is going to be a cash grab. So mm -hmm. it's more the the mentality behind NFTs that makes anything that they're involved in make it yeah. seem worse. And and I think to a certain degree, battle passes feel the same, or season I mean, passes I feel, feel the they same did way. At one point, and then people just kind of accepted them. Why am I totally okay with like the Fortnite season pass? I have no problem with that because the game's free. But yeah, the game. Yeah, is I guess. Free. I guess I, I'm like that with with ESO too. There's a, yeah. a, a subscription ESO Plus. I literally will not play that yeah. that game without it. Yeah, so, I, I think I think it it, it definitely like me. like to Brendan's point. Like it it says something about like the industry itself because like mm. this was the whole thing that happened even before battle passes with like microtransactions where like kind of like at yeah. first people were kind of like not super happy with it but then like we all just sort of learned to live with it and it just became accepted even though like it seemed weird because we came from a point in time with video games where like certain things like like cosmetic items and stuff yeah. and like even like cheat codes were just part of the game and then publishers found a way to take that out and charge I mean, you I am, money for it i am less cynical now on like having like Fortnite makes its money via yeah having those battle passes having those skins whatever that's fine doesn't change the gameplay that's totally fine no. um and but, like you said it's free so it kind of yeah. like there's a certain justification there but when you have a game that's 70 dollars or 80 dollars in canada and then you mm -hmm. keep adding all these old extra costs like 30 to 40 dollars extra on that absolutely it makes it unsustainable and the reason the, a lot of these publishers are Square Enix is known for this when they were trying to do Western publishing, but a lot of publishers are bad for this, where they they push the price up as much as they can, dump all these microtransactions on top of it, and then complain it doesn't sell 10 million copies. Yeah, sure. They said they're a game that's $80 plus an extra hundred something dollars on top of that for everything you want isn't going to sell 30 million copies because it's too expensive. And exactly. If you look at big blockbuster movies 
to go to see a movie is ten dollars, fifteen dollars, whatever it is. So it's a lot easier to see those big, massive weekends where everyone's going to see it. If they made games thirty bucks, it would be a lot easier to get like five thousand, five million sold, whatever. If you want those lobbies filled, making a game full retail price is going to be a lot harder. And I think that's what a lot of publishers don't understand. You can't gouge the consumer up front and expect them to all jump in and, ju and play it day one. Mm -hmm. it's, that's why I think Halo did really good with Microsoft where they had that battle pass. It made it easy to jump into these games and let them try it. But you have to keep up with it like Fortnite does, constantly pushing out content. And Microsoft isn't mm -hmm. doing that with Halo. And I think that's why a lot of people are upset with battle passes. You know the game's going to die. You don't want to dump $200 into your game and just have it die next year because they didn't quite get the number of people in those lobbies they need. Yeah, exactly. I think it all boils down to that. Like, as, as long as we've had DLC in games, which is going on a decade yeah. now easily, it's still evolving and people are still kind of reacting to it in different ways. Yeah. Um, to bring it back to Mario Kart, like this is a game that a lot of people well, haven't had for a long time or was like mm -hmm. one of the very first games that most people buy with their Switches. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. one of the closest things to like a killer app for the platform. Um, so here's Nintendo like dusting it off and giving it support. Yeah. And, yeah. and eight it's years not... after the original version launched and, and doubling the course content. And well, that's... so yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised that the reaction has been more positive to it overall. But... And that's and that's the weird thing that I find about it too, because initially when Mario Kart 8 launched on the Wii U, like the extra courses that they added to it with like Link and the, and Animal Crossing, that was paid DLC too. And it didn't seem like yeah. anyone had a problem with it then. Like, Yeah, the, I remember it being a very now. positive thing actually. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, we're getting new courses and new characters and stuff like that. Well, in the age um, of Fortnite, um, discussed. They want everything free. Yeah. yeah. We, didn't, um, uh, we didn't talk about Kirby voring like cars also. Yeah, that was a thing. That, <laughs> that game's was looking good, but uh, that it was does a look good. body horror thing going on there. Yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't want a Cronenberg, Mario, Kirby, <laughs> weirdness. Yeah, my, yeah, don't go full Akira. Tetsuo! The fan art that um, I've been seeing of that has been really funny, too. Oh, God, I don't want to know. I don't want to no, know. But I, I, I do want to see more of Xenoblade Chronicles 3. The last thing they I, I actually actually speaking speaking of Akira, there was a great picture of uh, of Kanata like walking like like where he's standing in front of his bike and Kirby is just like covering. It. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I was really worried there for a second where that was. No going. no 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 no. It's been it's just it's just been like Kirby on different items and it's been really funny. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles Three was the big show. Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Um. Uh, How you yeah. feel about that, Chris? Bit of a weird finale, I suppose. So, like, it's a very niche thing, especially since it seems like it's going to very heavily depend on the other two games, which is kind of a new yeah. thing for Xeno. And so this is... I sort of made a note when I was, like, writing down all the announcements at... Um, <laughs> during the direct and i just put zeto blade 3 parentheses nintendo needs to stop Nintendo <laughs> because, yeah. because like this is and this is the thing and we didn't get into it really uh when we were talking about um splatoon 3 but it's just like it's it it feels to me like um as much as like as well as the switch is doing like a lot of the first party support that seems to be coming out for it is stuff that like just came out so like splatoon 2 is like not even like a three-year-old game that game came out like like a year after the switch like yeah. so like 
it's like the fact that they got to three so fast when like two is still pretty fresh like and even xenoblade 2 like those games all came like they're not that old like so well, the fact that they're uh, going well well like two came on 2017 so it'll be like five years between okay. games once three yeah. is out okay. that, that being said i mean we also used to get franchise installments a lot faster like um, true yeah. used to be like a year or two between major installments of like big rpgs like this which is frankly amazing considering modern development times I mean, to be honest, um, I, I feel that some of these games were rushed out. Like, a lot of that's what it feels died. like to me too. I mean, yeah, I'm, like a, I'm a fan of companies taking the time, not crunching, mm -hmm. but I'm also not a fan of massive RPGs coming out every single year. When you like, or Assassin's Creed, that game's like 50 hours. I don't need one every year. I want to no. slowly <laughs> sip those games. That I'll give you. I don't need no. the same game. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like to spread it out. Like uh, Skyrim and Elden Ring, they're completely different. And yeah, luckily, they eventually it. learned that lesson with Assassin's Creed because I was killing it. I just don't like games where I have to go up. That's... Yeah. You don't like verticality? I don't. I mm. hate it. I will not play the Tomb Raider games. I won't play Assassin's Creed what games. What about uh, Dying Light? I'm going to go with probably not. That one has zombies, yeah. so I'll break what about What about Breath of the Wild, though? It's got going up at some point. I, okay, I'll give you that. I did play that, and I got very frustrated every time. I what about Spider-Man? There's some definite hey! going up on that one. Um, yeah. Anywho, there. so <laughs> that's 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 all I'm saying. It just it just seemed like it just seems like the, like this is the kind of stuff that feels like it, it's like like one after the other on the Switch. Mm -hmm. Like whereas there are some like underserved franchises that maybe could be like you know finding new life on the Switch. Like. I don't want to be one of those guys who's like, bring F-Zero and all these things I used to love to the Switch. But it's like, at the same time, okay, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, yeah, like maybe, you know, maybe we don't need Splatoon 4 next year. Like maybe you could make a new Star Fox or like a new F-Zero or I like, mean, you know. I don't think like, Star Fox. I think, I feel, I feel that series is what it's course. No, that Star Fox is still great. Like, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't like just shooting things in space. Like, yeah, the Wii version was kind of shit, and they leaned way too hard on trying to remake '64 badly. I um, just don't. I, I, I just never found that series found its footing, and I still don't really because <laughs> I mean, I still, I still really like like I mean, like at least the the remake six of '64 was like one of my one of my favorite games on the on the 3ds and assault had good ideas um but like not the maybe most perfectly executed command is like an amazing game on the switch or on but the, that on is the 3D, not on the a DS. standard um star fox game star fox game it, it's like new like I, the standard I'm gonna fly through space and shoot things and spin around and shoot things more and then spin around. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, like to get to get back to maybe maybe one to get back to its roots, but it also does yeah. kind of feel like Star Fox is one of those weird uh, franchises that maybe like like committing too hard to its roots isn't like the best thing to do because some of the better ver games are like I the agree. one that like actually got away from it, right? Like Star Fox that's Adventures, I think, is a totally underrated game. I think um, Adventures is interesting. I think Command is interesting. Yeah. Things. That's what I, I mean. just like, think the the standard formula it doesn't. Well, sure, but to that point, then like that. you you could probably make a really cool, interesting. And I mean, like Nintendo clearly loves making these giant open world things, like a big open world Star Fox yeah. on the Switch. Why not? Like, I mean, get your to be fair, you around. did have that weird uh, Toys to Life game that had Star Fox. Well, that that's true, and that was the best <laughs> you know version of a Star Fox thing we saw in a long time. Um, so, but there you go. Like, that's what I mean. Like, so just 
busting out another Xenoblade, another Splatoon, another mm -hmm. like whatever, like just seems yeah. really weird to me when like Nintendo's got a wide variety of properties they could be leveraging. To that point, though, this is also Monolith developing it as well. So like they're yeah, this is a Nintendo. This is Nintendo using one of their affiliate studios. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, Splatoon, I, I, I admit, is kind of like, why are you doing this again? Especially since the first two games were so similar. And it did, um, three doesn't well, look Chris, that different either. Three Chris. has given us no real sign that's anything different. It's just like an expanded well, Chris, version. This is the year it's finally going to take off as an esport. Fine. Maybe. <laughs> you really think so? Fingers, no, fingers. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Not with that um, attitude, Brendan. I mean, when, when they first announced Splatoon Two, they had like a trailer that had people going. To oh yeah, Nintendo they really Vita, wanted it to be esports. And they're like, yeah, it's good. This year it's going to be esports. Everyone's going to play Splatoon. Then I was like, no, we don't. We don't need that. Okay. Okay. So the, we're like the point is RPG in. people are eating well on Switch. Go ahead. Sorry. We're an hour in to Nintendo Direct here. Is there yeah. anything else we need to cover? I, I feel we should. No, I think that's it. We, we're done. Drama and the Evil Dead. Yeah. Let's. Okay. Let's bust out the Nintendo Direct. Thank you. Rapid, rapid fire news. Stop looking. Rapid fire news. Rapid fire news. Rapid fire. Sony let me down. Sony broke my heart and didn't tell me more about Stray today. That's um, I'm sad. I didn't I watch the indie thing. I'll be honest. I uh, know it's still supposed to come out this year, but uh, there's no date for it. Uh, it's the one where you're a cat with a backpack, right? Yeah, it's sad in, in the Steam pack. That's the Steam pack. Yeah, it was one of the things they showed up when they first showed the PS5 uh, originally, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. needs to come out because I need that cat in my life. <laughs> um, I need games to justify my PS5 purchase. No, that I mean... mine's justified wholly, but. Uh, <laughs> Definitely need that cat in my life. That's all. That's all there is to it. And I'm slain. I have several cats you could put in backpacks. One is like a brick and will take you down. Yeah, yeah it's a uh, sounds fantastic. Adorable. That's a good way to go. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, the... Cat really no, <laughs> no. PlayStation <laughs> Indies today was uh, it was okay. It's fine. It's fine. Stuff I about should dates, not so... have been on this cast. Like this You've is not Nintendo that's all, that's and all we Indies. Need to be said. That's what I'm here That's for. That's all that needed to be yeah. said there, anyways. Uh, so yeah, moving on to the, the next big point we want to discuss. Futurama is yep. coming back. I feel like I've said that before, but it's happening again. We definitely said that before because it came back on. I mean, no, who? Comedy sent. Comedy sent. No, we did first. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they did first. Someone else must have revived it again. Ne Didn't Netflix revive it the third no, time, the second uh, time? No, so it was revived the first time on Comedy Central. And they did some movies with that. Yeah. And they canceled it again with an actual ending, sort of. Yeah, that was a good ending. Actual and they ending, sort left of. It well, it kind there. of was like, well, yeah, everything's happy now. It's is cool. it going to be like canon yeah. then? Are we just starting off from the happy ending? Well, okay, so like, like apocalypse hit? No, the the way that they ended it in like the the final final season yeah. was that like you know uh, Fry and Leela get stuck in like a time loop, like a time freeze, and the professor yeah. like finds their way his way back to them because uh, they basically live like an entire life together right and he basically says like i can take you guys back to the initial point where yeah. like the time for like freeze started but you'll like lose all your memories from what happened and they're kind of like you know the the commit it's sort of the same way that the the devil's hands or idle play things uh mm -hmm. ended where like it was sort of like this this like optimistic nod at like fry and leela being like romantically involved together like even though they'll lose their memories they'll still like want to do it together um that my my problem with the you know the revival is sort of the same problem I had the last time it got revived, is that like 
well, number one, John DiMaggio isn't coming back apparently to play Bender, so that's already like a big negative in its favor in, in towards it. I don't Is know that totally he's officially set? said that he hasn't because he Appar he posted a, a tweet that was kind of vague. It was like ah, I don't know. Well, I okay. from what I from what I read, it seemed to be like he he wasn't happy with the deal that he was offered based on like he how wasn't like the money. Yes, yeah, pretty is. much. Um, so like, yeah, and and I just don't want to see them because like, you know, it the 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 first three season, three or four seasons of yeah, yeah. of Futurama like were so good. Um, and then like the next like five to seven, I think it was like I, they tried really hard that like every other episode had to be like Jurassic Bark or Luck of the Friarish. So like everyone had to have like a moment, like there's a, for whatever reason, Bender and Hermes had to have like a moment together. Like, you know, I, I feel that they just certain shows have run their course and that's fine. Like you don't yeah. need the shows to last 30 seasons. No, because they, don't. Don't, they just, it doesn't solve those 30 seasons. And much like, um, Mac Goring, Mac Goring, how you say it? Matt Groening. Uh, Matt Groening. Okay, wow. Well, close. Uh, the Disenchantment uh, show that he's doing. It's only on its fourth season. It seems like they're kind of coming to an ending there. I, I really I, hope so because I, I haven't watched it and I really love Disenchantment. Um, yeah. But like exactly to that point, Brendan, like the reason I think Futurama, the early seasons held up as well as they did is because they kind of like feel very concise in what they are. Whereas like you look at the Simpsons now and it's very, very hit or miss, like leaning way more towards the miss because it's, it's just been on just for like, way too long. Well, they also, they don't have a goal towards, like if a show has like, we have this arc, we're going to do this. It isn't just kind of like, what do we make fun of this week? Like South Park yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. If, some, if nothing happens that week, you're like, I guess we're just doing something random. I don't know. No, exactly <laughs> that. And and that's another problem that the other, that the other like the newer Futurama season had too, was that like it tried to like, it kind of did that Animaniacs thing where like it was trying to like reference pop culture like way too far late. So like there was an episode mm. with Susan Boyle where... Not, not the actual Susan Boyle, but yeah. Leela had a Boyle named Susan that could sing really well. And it's kind of like, like Susan Boyle was in the news like like five, six years ago. Like who cares about her anymore? And I think the first few episodes, the first two seasons of Futurama didn't feel locked in time. Like you can watch no. that now and it doesn't feel like, oh, they're just they looking are, at the news and finding yeah. jokes. They were timeless jokes that kind of... A hundred percent. They worked with something around culture, but it was like culture from 10 years ago because it didn't matter yeah the future it's all old in the exactly yeah but when as soon as there was a touch that, of that like y2k sensibility yeah. in it but that was <laughs> otherwise yeah entirely but timeless when you have uh, a show that's like ripped from the headlines and then it goes through the animation process you're like oh that was ripped from the headlines six months ago it's already old it doesn't work and same with simpsons no. you don't have it isn't as timeless because it isn't trying to build stories based around characters is trying to build stories based on the culture it's in and when you do that you lose a lot of everything. the heart as soon as you go a year off from that or you're yeah. two years off from that it has to be watched that exact weekend or it's lost no absolutely and i think that's what oh, the yeah. last few seasons of futurama did they were really trying to like oh we're gonna be edgy like family guy I don't want another mm. Family Guy. Mm. Family no. Guy was good for like three seasons, and it yeah, only was good for season three. Okay, yeah. we all know how I feel about cartoons, anime, yeah. and all that jazz. I liked Futurama. Uh, Futurama's Futurama amazing. Like it's, it's still it's so, so good. 
But I've never been somebody to sit down and be like, I need to watch an episode every week. I need to binge yeah. watch this. It was just no back then. Well, it was you just watch TV and whatever was on was on. So I've seen a billion episodes of Friends, a billion episodes of The Simpsons, yeah. a billion episodes of whatever. So it's never been like a, a ritual for me. Yeah, that used uh, to be in yeah. like a TV blog with like undergrads and like Clone High or something. Clone High. The undergrads is garbage and it does not hold up at all. When I watched it in university, where is the Clone High revival? It's coming. It is coming. Um, They've been saying that for like ten solid years. But they, they actually they're no longer working really on Marvel well. movies, so mm. yeah. Chris, you're great. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah, I know. So anyway, Futurama. <laughs> I hope it's um, good because that, not to say that that the last like seasons didn't have like some good episodes and some like good jokes in them. It just like it felt like it was trying too hard. So yeah. yeah. Oh, fingers mean, crossed. There, there were some hits like that whole uh, the iPhone episode, the iPhone episode. Yeah, like, it's like the revivals, and like there was some good stuff in the revivals, but I just didn't think people were clamoring that hard for this to come I back again. The... But no. I'm not mad that it did, so yeah. I don't know. Is that bad? Yeah, I think indifferent is good. Yeah, yeah, I'm I think it's a net, it. like net, net neutral. neutral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if John DiMaggio <laughs> comes back, it'll be interesting. But see, now I didn't have like why kids when Futurama was on. Mm. What it, what was it rated? It was TV. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was watching it when I was like, I think like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I was like, definitely not old like, enough to be watching. There was definitely some like sex-related jokes. Yeah, but it was also just kind of like we're doing it. Is the thing they said. It, it was. It was. Like, it was mostly tame. Like it was mostly yeah. pretty tame. Like even the whole like, like one step further new, new thing. Like. Oh yeah, <laughs> like you know, it's that that episode is pretty tame. Like a lot of the the humor just like is you know stuff that happens off of off screen, and it's all like yeah. a very implied. There are some episodes that do push the line a bit. That's but... the one particularly. <laughs> the mind is willing, but the body is <laughs> bruised or whatever. Can't we just cuddle? <laughs> yeah. One of the best visual gags, actually, by the way, the death by oh. Snoozy. They find out what it is, and like they I do remember that. Yeah, they're all like, yeah. ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. The best, um, the best is when is when Bender slides his hand out of the binding to like show off that he doesn't have genitals. Yeah, I'm a robot. So he just like gets out of it like super easily. <laughs> See, fond memories. None of us were like super excited about it, but we're all like. No, but we're talking about the old seasons yeah. that You're were still like about really it? good. Yeah, but maybe totally they'll be great again. I'm totally fine with it. Make Futurama um, great again. I'm, I'm happy to see those people get worked too because it's a fantastic Stop cast. Stop but, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I've seen enough Stop. dumb signs out there about make Canada great again. I don't want any hearing that. Jordan's in Ottawa today, so I am. The heart it's of the real choice. rally. It's a real choice. <laughs> oh, oh, don't. Take us on location. Joke. Please don't. Don't, <laughs> don't even joke. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. Uh, anyway, moving on. Speaking of uh, Ottawa, so, I don't know. Evil Dead. Evil speaking Dead. of zombies. Um, yeah, that's a game. That's it's a happening. game that's happening. Jordan, you sounded excited about that the other night. Or uh, you know what? I did, just because I love it. Evil Dead, and I think it's really, like, is, funny. Is like, Campbell just... filling the role? I think so, yeah. he yeah. won't leave. We can't get rid of him. Oh, he, yeah, he's, like, He won't come back like, from the dead to play the zombies in Evil Dead. To be fair, the only, thing, the only reason he said he doesn't want to do, like, a lot more movies is he's like, I'm not physically fit anymore. Yeah, he's yeah, really he's I don't want to be. I like snacks. I'm back, baby. No, yeah, so no, like, Bruce Campbell is. Uh, that character, he just isn't fit yeah. enough to be the character in live action. So, mm -hmm. game, that's, he's totally fine. I'm curious to see how like, he loves it. How it'll play out through the game, like mm. how the story will play out, how the gameplay is going to play out. It looked nice and yeah. bloody, which makes me happy, but it doesn't look like uh, nice and bloody in the way that I'm going to throw something. Yeah. So yeah. that's because it's it's for me. it's 
from what I've seen too, it's based mostly in the first Evil Dead. It's not like the yeah. whole Army of Darkness thing, which is a lot more like tongue in cheek about everything. But I, um, I do find it interesting, just just to touch on Bruce Campbell and this character that he's created. Just watching all the documentaries about how the first one was made. Anytime that any of those like first two movies, like he was getting hurt or whatever, he did all his own stunts because he wanted to he wanted to mm -hmm. kind of make this thing look as good as possible. And he wanted to make the character kind of his yeah. own. And it's something that I feel that very few actors and very few directors let happen where they kind of yeah. say, okay, go out there, hurt yourself if you want to. I don't make it happen. And now I it's think... such a industry that it's hard to get really get away with yeah. that. Like it was such a cottage, like we're just kind of making this. If it works, cool. If not, mm. that movie, <laughs> my my girlfriend Krista and I, who is not watching but should be, uh, we every sleepover in high school we mm. watched uh, Evil, Dead. Evil Dead, and then we finally like moved on to Army of Darkness and stuff. And we used to make fun of it. And I can remember being like all snuggled up on a bed we made on oh, the Army floor. Of and, is ours, though. Yeah, and we were we were joking around, and I said groovy yeah. at some point, and he <laughs> said it right after for the first time, and, like, we screamed, and, like, that that right there solidified my childhood. <laughs> no, I, I think, though, and if the fact they are kind of going back on those first movies is just such a nostalgia for so many people, because it, it mm -hmm. is the entry point for, like, horror in a way, but it's, it's gruesome, but because it's all practical, it holds yeah. up really well even well, today. Isn't it isn't it technically classified like kind of like as a horror comedy like? Gremlins I mean, okay, the first one is straight up horror. Okay. Mm -hmm. The second one is kind the of horror comedy, and the third and one is just comedy. Well, it, it's technically still horror comedy or fantasy yeah. comedy. It's, uh, a, it's kind yeah. of Lord of Ringsy in that one, and it, it's weird. yeah. Uh, but like the first one is straight up horror. They made a horror, okay. movie. and yeah. just because because Bruce Campbell is so fun, because the storyline is so bonkers. Yeah, people kind of like classify it as a horror comedy. Let's go back to well, and it's like if you watch it now, it's yes, a horror movie, but there's still some sweet special effects yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, so you know, that's like you know, that's like any horror movie from like the when did was it the late late seventies that no, it's even like, it like it was early eighties, yeah, it's as old as you. It was Sam Raimi, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's one of his first movies, then, right? Of yep. all the characters that made it kind of work as a horror comedy, but also as a horror movie, because Bruce Campbell did do all those weird stunts. He did kind of have that slapstick yeah. mentality to him, even when it was a straight up horror movie. He still well, brought those kind of classic slapstick moments. Yeah. Even in a serious movie. And it was kind of an interesting way he brought that character to life. Well, I think that's just like the way like all sort of like horror movies from the 80s kind of like by today's standards, just all they all seem like horror comedies now. Yeah. Like <laughs> go back and watch the first like like Nightmare or uh, yeah, well, Nightmare Nightmare's different. Um, Friday the 13th is like it's it's uh, how can you take that thing seriously? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to pass on this game myself. But I am very much respecting the Clutters edition they're putting out for this. Like I don't see oh, yeah. them like this very often anymore. Uh, you got like a hardcover art book, collectible box, uh, deluxe edition of the game, uh, in in game content, including a gallant knight outfit, which looks pretty badass. I mean, and kind that. of tongue in cheek humor. Uh, the soundtrack on vinyl, and it's only 124 I mean, bucks. I want that vinyl soundtrack. Let's be clear here. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, it is a 5,000 piece worldwide release. Yeah, so. so maybe I won't get it. Well, maybe they'll send me the vinyl. I don't know. Mm. We can hope. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, you don't games don't do this kind of like high quality 
collector edition thing anymore. I mean, so. I think no. the Resident Evil ones have done some things. They had some good yeah. statues and stuff like that. I Did, think. Didn't you get a weird floating ball, Chris? Or was that a press? Kit? That was a that was in the press kit. That, what that mean, was like, a what about the Dying Light press kit, like a collector's edition? That was pretty. That was pretty nice. Was that a collector's edition? That was nice a collector's edition. Press kit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. I well, I mean, like, Should I know the uh, the so new um, yacht club game, Mina the. Yeah. Mina the uh what's it called the the digger no um Mina the tunneler I don't know um Minor? no no it's like uh, it's right it's right there on the tip of my tongue Anyways. yeah it's like but it's like it's a lot of it's like kickstarter like stretch goals or kind of like sort of the same thing it's like the game like a like a, a an art book a collector's like a like a, a limited edition like collector's pin um like you know uh name and the credits stuff like that but like it actually like feels like a really complete collector's edition just like if you you know are willing to like back the kickstarter to a certain amount of money and uh the uh, there's a there's another edition as well the ultimate collector's edition which includes the necronomicon so there's that um yeah this is the kind of thing like limited run games is doing a great job with this stuff but it's nice to see this actually Mm -hmm. being the official thing Mm -hmm. too all right Um, uh yeah there is something i want to mention i'm sorry i'm gonna go ahead so it's just coming up on Twitter, and I just got a message about it earlier. Um, PlayStation Canada has begun to send out free movie vouchers for Uncharted through PlayStation. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, my partner just got one, and it's showing up on Twitter right now. So if so you're what's, what's with PlayStation in Canada, check it out. Uh, thank you for your purchase or upgrade to Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. So you have to add the Legacy of that Thieves. If you have that, it looks like you got a free ticket to the movie. Oh. Cool. There you go. Cool. Which comes out soon. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Um, Everybody's disappearing. Yeah, what's... I'm still here. So, don't worry. I'm just a ghost. So, so in other words, it's time for ghost. our clone high fan cast. Uh, yes. Oh, what's, what's your favorite yes. episode? Oh my god, I don't even remember uh, it that well. Oh no, the raisin uh, episode. Nice fork. Raisin or was it raisin uh, yeah. the stakes? The flappy face. See, I'm really oh bad. God. We know my memory sucks like this, guys. But the one where they made a fork with a knife oh my god the nork yeah. <laughs> poor yeah. abe's face oh yeah yeah, yeah. That's, all that's the that's the uh, that's like the christmas episode that was another part of our basic religion evil dead um i was gonna makeover. say the add episode makeover, makeover, makeover. oh my god yeah no the food the 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 nutrition one where marilyn manson sings a song about the food pyramid uh, that was oh the that show was Ooh, so Marilyn good. Manson, that didn't even. That one's ruined now, but that was a good. Uh, yeah, but you know, <laughs> back um, then, <laughs> we didn't know. That was hilarious to see him like use himself in that way. That was yeah, a, singing, a very yeah. silly song. A silly song. Are you <laughs> thinking what I'm thinking? Suicide makeover. Makeover. <laughs> makeover. Suicide. I still say that. All st- that's bad. Don't joke about suicide. That is. That is. Yeah. But, uh, uh, that's callous. But, but um, I, yeah, the, the ADD episode for me is my favorite. I think. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, no, the uh, the rock opera just number one because Jack Black's in it. Like it's just it's genuinely funny. All the I stupid like subliminal messages they put in it. Like I said, it was the same friends. So it was still in high school that that I did the whole clone high thing. So I'm wondering, like, I need to go back. I don't ever rewatch anything. So anything that it, I used to it watch holds up. Younger, it does minus like the quick Marilyn Manson cameo. Yeah, minus the, the cameo. But again, like, and there's probably a couple of the cameos that might not hold up as well, but. Yeah, that was it was great because Bill Lawrence like created that show like alongside Lord and Miller, and like so mm-hmm. half the cast of Scrubs shows up at some point. Um, yeah, the Easter eggs. Jewel, yeah. Jewel showed up one. Will Forte. No. Uh, yeah. Are <laughs> 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 people back? Anymore, yeah. Anymore, yeah. Anymore is like an angel. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and and, that's and, and Joan brings that up too. She's like, "Are you Mandy Moore?" <laughs> it's like, right. "You look a lot like her." <laughs> there's a kids show with like all the like Frankenstein and oh, oh the monster something super monsters. Monster High. No, not Sundown. Monster High. Younger. Weird. Hotel Transylvania. No, Super Monsters. Super Monsters. Yeah, that that's like my baby version. Mona of the Clone Vampire. High. That's what I think of when I I think of Clone High when my kids watch that. Well, I just don't see the connection, like, but just like little Frankenstein, and I don't know for some reason Cleopatra is in with Frankenstein. Just Morty, can you just be like Leslie. great idea, Dana? That was so smart. You're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. A good Butler Trump. Mr. Moving Butler Trump, on. you've done it again. Oh, yeah. Reviews. <laughs> Did you see the pool? They flipped the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, 21, I and this episode's going long. Reviews. I have to, so I have to leave. Yes. I want to watch Cleopatra. We have we have reviews that we've done. I can't talk about what I've been playing um, the last couple of days because my embargo is not up till tomorrow morning. But tell me how it makes you feel in three words. Uh, thumbs up, mostly. Eh, mostly a thumbs right. up. <laughs> uh, okay. If you like fighting games, check cgmagonline.com tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. It's not my review. For something. For you can probably guess uh, based on that hint. But uh, that Thank was my review for this week. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for keeping it short. <laughs> Get it out of the way. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that had reviews, and I had all of them this this week. All of them. Uh, where well, should I start? It was a long time coming, to be fair. Yeah. Start from start your heart. There. Listen My heart? to your heart. Oh God, let's talk about LOL. Last one? No, I'm kidding. Um, I, last one. Laughing Canada is coming out soon. Watch that. Oh right, it's I want right. to see that. It looks hilarious. It's not funny for the ways yes. you think it's funny, but it is funny. Like watching the joke. Colin mockery in that. Colin yeah. mockery. Who I Trevor met. Wilson. I sang in oh. a benefit with him. Oh, that's cute. I did a lot in high school. That's I cannot sing, just so we're clear. But uh, yeah, it's it's not funny for the reasons you think it is. Like the jokes aren't funny, but just what's happening is It's funny. like watching them seems like it is the appeal. Watching yeah, like... them just end up like hitting poop jokes by the end. You're like, yep, this is where we're at as a people. <laughs> See, like my, my wife and I recently fell out like a YouTube uh, wormhole that, like, for like for an evening where we just watched videos of like SNL cast members breaking during skits. Oh, that's my favorite. So, that's why I loved Jimmy Fallon that everybody hated, and then he got his own show and got to laugh at whatever he wanted, and I was happy. <laughs> yeah, that was the only yeah. thing he was good at doing, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm a theater kid, and that's that's what we used to do, is be on stage but, but and you know what? break each other. It was delightful. It's I it's one thing laugh. when like the guests do it because they're not like trained comedians who should be like kind of like doing their job up on stage. Like when it's like See, but... when you're a comedian and you're laughing in every single skit and you can't keep it together, like it just have you it's never genuinely had a annoying. No. Have you never had a moment with like a group of friends where you have inside jokes and things that you just cannot contain yourself on? Not That's when I'm live like on television. On a, you, on so often. you know yeah on a on a, on a well-regarded tv show every saturday night like i don't see, i didn't see will ferrell doing that every other skit like there were sometimes okay, jimmy fallon like hit it a little much yes i will definitely agree with you it was there. a bit much like but there is definitely something too, that happens more... when you're in that group of people fighting those jokes or fighting them out i don't know what i'm saying uh getting those jokes out time after time things that one simple word can remind you of something that happened in rehearsal and, and it happens. Yes, Jimmy Fallon did it too much. Jordan, mm -hmm. go act for a few minutes. Be a goddamn <laughs> professional. <laughs> so, LOL Canada, that's up uh, next week, right? Please tell me news, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a thing that happened. <laughs> LOL no, Canada, um, not next week. Yeah. 
<laughs> LOL, it, it, that, that review is already up on CGM. Uh, it's, it's all right. It's good. It's fun, but not for why you think it is. It, yeah. You just can't look away. Then we've got Bel Air. Yeah. Which is not fun, but good. <laughs> Tell <laughs> us what you think. As a uh, no, it's really person. good. I, yeah, that's just it. I felt like I should be <laughs> the person reviewing it. I, I am... I glow in the damn dark. White has the and fallen snow. And the very snow. first episode is is Philadelphia. Like it is Born serious, and serious. and, and you thought you'd go in and be like, haha, he got a little in a little trouble, and but nope, he got in some trouble, and and there's some words I can't say. Um, like the the last, you can't go into this thinking you're going to go into what was before no and i think that the show itself like with its trailers and everything like made that very clear that it wasn't going to be like leaning on humor it did but i still think a lot of people are looking at it saying oh i loved that so i'm gonna check this out and i don't think that's the same audience at all now i did enjoy it and every once in a while there's a little like a little hit on nostalgia that's good but i can Mm -hmm. promise you that like my dad who loved that show when i was a kid probably would not be down for this like law and order version of yeah right um but it is really good and i'm actually we i only got the first three episodes so i'm actually very interested in seeing the rest of them so it absolutely hooked me um but yeah it's not what you think carlton is not carlton uh will is still pretty much will um Mm -hmm. uncle phil i'm in love with now and that's confusing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. no actually that was probably the most important character for me uh was was good old uncle phil because you know yeah he, he's gone now he was an icon um mm-hmm. and, and that was an important role on the show and and the actor that that replaced him does really well so uh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it but so, yeah it, how's that, how's that you have to separate them uh she's a smoke show and that's and she's only I'm one person, not curious. two different ones. So that's I was going to say, I'm very curious because I've actually been like, re-watching the series of the last few months. Seeing like, where she flips it's in. Really, really corny. But the difference in that character when they switched the actresses was mm-hmm. like almost criminal. Nothing yeah. against the second I, actress who did. And I feel like good, she's but... more like the second actress. Like she's oh, okay. She's more that character. Um, like Hillary is an influencer. No. That makes sense. That tracks. She's an that makes like, I, and I like those little touches, but it, it does get serious. And the last show did get serious as well, but it had it Very had comedy really. with a touch. <laughs> I was talking to somebody on Twitter about this. It had comedy with a, a touch of humor. Or nope. Fix that. Yeah. Comedy with a touch of seriousness. And this one is very serious with touches of humor and little touches of nostalgia, which mm-hmm. is always nice. But if, if that's what you're going into it for is the nostalgia you might yeah. it might not be what you want so, so I, 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 to to uh, i think a uh, progenitor like he is right will smith did executive produce it so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he was involved with the project to a certain degree so uh, like you know take take from that what you will mm-hmm. <laughs> he sings the theme song uh yeah. yeah like, in the it, new it, one too it, it's heavy serious it's one, yeah. yeah he yeah. does uh, he very <laughs> slowly rats it that's weird with um but since this is the Dana show, uh, we are going to go to my last one. Uh, the big top secret game I've been playing for ages is uh, Lost Ark. Yeah, um, you were streaming it. Brand new MMO. I was streaming it. A night ago. It. I was allowed. Um, it officially comes out tomorrow if you're watching us today, if you're listening. Um, but it is already the, I think, sixth 
highest or most popular stream game of mm -hmm. or Steam game of all time. Wow. So, and it's not even out. It will be, a, it's a free to play game. Um, it had founders packs that you could pre order. So that is why Isn't people are playing it. Monthly now. thing you could buy as well? Uh, probably. Yeah, there is because you can you can buy your pet thing. There's like a pet okay. perk thing you can buy, which I don't like because that's kind of a pay to win situation. You get certain like, uh, yeah, it, it's not okay. It's not pay to win, but if you're ever gonna want to be like a mythic style raider mm -hmm. from from World of Warcraft, I guarantee you that high end guilds are gonna require that you pay for this to get those extra stat bonuses. Makes sense. Um, so it is, but pay -to -win. if you're just yeah, it will. <laughs> <laughs> if you join those groups, like I, I if it looks forever. like a duck, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you're going to be a hardcore raider, then yeah, you'd probably have to, to pay because mm -hmm. even though those things may not completely change the game, they can help. Like I won't need that. Mm -hmm. So just, uh, just to chime in, uh, yeah. currently on the, on the, on the steam charts, uh, it is three of the top 10 games currently. That's that's super weird. That and that's just the founders packs. So those founders packs aren't even the game. They're just, you get some skins, you get some cool loot, uh, and you get to play the game. I think it was three days in advance. Nice. Um, so. Which is why I got to stream it the other day. The videos I believe are still on our Twitch and will be on our YouTube in the coming days. Um, but it's a beautiful game. Like it's, it's stunning. Uh, you guys watched, what did you think? I was actually quite impressed with the graphics when I, when I, it's pretty it. cool. Um, yeah. and I also, I kind of thought it was just like another generic MMO, but I didn't expect the whole Diablo vibe I had going. So yeah, it definitely has a kind of a looter. Yeah. It's very different car. from any MMOs I've played, maybe a little bit similar to solo. It's been out, uh, Andy over here. He also thinks it looked nice. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been out in the East for three years, I think it might be four. Um, so it was like, again, a huge dive coming into this game because it wasn't just the beginning of a game, it was years of a game. <laughs> so there's like 1200 menus. Do not boost yourself. Please level and take your time. Uh, I'm avoiding sailing like the plague. I hate it, but that's a neat thing. Um, but yeah, it's a gorgeous game. I definitely suggest you check it out, especially if it's free tomorrow. Like just go do it. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. I think, I think Brendan's even gonna play, yeah. so. My mom That's... is messaging me saying, look at you. She's not in chat, but hi, mom. There. It's an Amazon game studio. It is, release. yeah. And they made New World, which was also one of the biggest games for... And then dropped yeah. off a cliff. It's still up there, though, I think. I think it, 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 people might be a little mad at it. Kind of but I didn't really... The only thing that I don't love is the voice acting. Voice acting is not awesome. Uh, there isn't a lot of it either. Uh, I've seen better, but it's an MMO. That, that tends to happen. So I'm, I'm excited to start over because I'm not in a test room anymore and take my time and not have to be like, I need to level. I need to be better. So I was so, kind of looking at this and this bronze founder pack has a kitty in it. So that... Uh, I, I have a I, I got a bunny the first time around. I think you get a bunny like as you level, and uh, he was pretty cute. But now I have a little kitty named I think Nero. I could be wrong, but uh, I have cotton candy hair as well, which I regret that yeah. choice. But we'll fix it. It was later. a mood. It, it was a mood. Yeah. Teal's my favorite color. It was a choice. Um, yeah. So those are those are my thoughts. I'm sure I have more of them because it's a huge game. But I've been talking for a while. So who's up? <laughs> uh, either Jordan or me. Apparently. And then you pick. 
I'll go. I'll uh, go. Mine's quick. Okay. okay. Uh, I've just I've been reviewing uh, Vox Machina, the new Critical Role show. Um, nice. It is it is interesting to see these voice actors. Firstly, not in a video game. That's one thing, but also not in like as themselves, like not as like one of the Twitch channels, one of those other things, but actually still carrying the characters that created in those gameplay sessions into an animated uh, animated setting. And I think they did because they're all really well-known voice actors. They bring their all to the roles. But I also feel that if you don't know anything about Critical Role, you are missing some of the jokes. You are missing some of like the in humor, it, and you are missing. I've been watching a bit of it with you, and we yeah. again we know me and anime and things like that, but or whatever animation. Sure. Sure. Uh, it, I'm enjoying it, yeah. but it it dives in hard. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, there's like just crazy nudity and jokes. You're like, why is this happening? I don't know yet. <laughs> Who are these people? So it, it's aggressive. <laughs> and I feel that if you don't know the characters, the tone is all over the place. But I guess if you have watched Critical Role up to this point, it all makes sense. But because some characters are so ultra serious and some characters are like ridiculous and some characters are just straight up nonsense, there's kind of a dissidence you might be shocked by if you're not used to those characters or not used to people that do D&D and kind of bring their own characters to the roles. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm kind of curious how people that don't know what this is or how it started will take to the show and if they will jump in and actually kind of get the dissonance, will, will get the humor and will be able to feel like they're part of the world as much as people that do know these characters and do live and breathe watching Critical Role every week or whatever it is. So ha have you followed Critical Role very much up to this very... point? I've been, I've dived in like, oh, they're doing a campaign. I'll watch a bit of that. Okay, I'm done. I'll go, I'm not going to watch it for another month. But I <laughs> yeah, know so like, I've always like, religiously watch it. I was really interested in it because like, I love half the cast, but like, it's so hard to delve into it. Like the sessions yeah. are really long and like the very first episodes of the podcast or the, the streams were like yeah. in medias res, like they were yeah. picking up where they'd been playing. So like, there's a whole background thing you're missing out on. So I've been waiting and waiting and trying different things to get into the series. So I was looking yeah. forward to, to this, but I'm, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll have to check it out and see how they I do kind of do the medium thing uh, in this as well, where you're like, they're all together. They know their backstories. You just have to kind of accept that they know their backstories and they're kind of doing oh, it. Okay. And you'll uh, touch on it a bit as you go back. Like, you know how little yeah. I know, right? But I, I kind of get what's going on. But like I said, it happens really fast. And you're like, that's who that person is. Okay. They, they are this they kind do, of person. They do do that's some it. like, oh, we haven't, we've known each other for years, but let's hear your backstory now. And it does kind of be that very like, remind oh, me who you are. And by the way, this. here are my balls from behind. That also happens. Yeah. So like, well, it's aggressive. Like I said, that's a, that's an epithet right there. It There's a, a tombstone. It does yeah. have a sense of humor that is very all over the place. Like it will be ultra serious one scene and then a guy is having talking about how they had sex with a blue elf and and he's doing the middle finger with his loot hand nice it's, what is a loot hand? well he, he uses his loot to make a hand that does a middle finger and it's purple i don't know there's some things there's a lot going on and if you don't understand the fact that this is 
all the different characters are done by the, they're created by the voice actors mm -hmm. and they do imbue them all with whatever they want so they do have like they're completely dissident so some characters are purely serious and they don't yeah that's the thing <laughs> so, uh, so some characters are completely serious and they don't have that levity to them and then some characters are pure levity and some characters are a mix of both and there's no rhyme or reason why it works that way. It just does. You have to kind of it's accept D &D, that. baby. <laughs> yeah, but if you're coming from like a normal, like if you come from a normal TV show, there's some like, yes, they'll be the straight man, but it's not like half the characters are straight, half them are not. And then some of them kind of blend between them. And there usually is one or two straight people. But yeah, no. So I, yay or nay, are we watching um, it? I feel that I'm, I've seen up to episode nine. Uh, I feel they kind of, they, there's the first part of the show, which is like the first three episodes, the first two episodes have like their own contained arc. And then the, the rest is one long arc that kind of carries it forward. And I feel that they should have, I feel they should have eased it in a bit better, like had like two arcs, then the long arc right at the end, just because it feels so dense. There's so much story. There's so much like, oh, I guess that character's struggling now. I didn't know that. Oh, this, that character has a tragic backstory and that, that's the thing that they're dealing with. Cool. I feel it went too deep early mm -hmm. on. For people that might not know Critical Role, it's a lot. It really mm -hmm. is. But had you not told me that, okay. I don't know that I would have known that this was D&D &D related. Maybe that's just me because I'm like super clueless in this department. So I just kind of took it as like general fantasy video game. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's where I went with it. So, but it, like I said, a lot happens and a lot happens. But the thing is, you have to know something about the universe to understand the rules. Like, it never really establishes, like, are dragons a thing in this universe? Apparently they are. What kind of dragons? Like, how strong is someone? Like, are, like, there's a lot of, like, nods to D&D throughout the show, but it's not overtly D&D because then they have fame rights to, D &D, to uh, uh, Hasbro. So it's always kind of a tangentially, it's in a fantasy universe that's kind of like D&D, but don't ask too much about it. That's fine. <laughs> There's banks of holding and stuff. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. I like it. Uh, but I feel that it does ask the viewer to know something about the universe, something about D&D, something about how they're playing. Or, because there's a shorthand going on that you need to understand for the universe to make sense. Because in most fantasy shows, they explain the basics, like dragons exist, elves are things, um, whatever. This way, it uses shorthand to kind of just say, don't worry about it. Just go along for the ride. And you don't know anything. Some of it might go over your head. Some of it might just be like, why is this happening? I don't understand. If you have that baseline, it makes more sense and the show works better. And I don't so know this, if that's a failing of the show or what. The sense I'm getting is that it might be better to wait for the whole season to be out for some of the uninitiated people. I feel, yeah. Like There's a lot going on. And a lot of the backstory is explained like, the last two episodes. So if you don't don't know enough about the universe to go in just week by week and see three episodes, um, you might not dig in as well as you could. If you wait for it all and kind of binge it, it might be the way to watch it. They're only like 28 episodes, 28 episodes long, so it's not that bad. Dig it. Yeah. Dig it. All right. Jordan, what have you been up to? Um, so I watched all of the new Adult Swim uh, show, Smiling Friends. Uh, okay. It was created by uh, Zach Hadel and Michael Cusack. Um, Michael Cusack 
who also created like Bush World, and he was um, related to John Cusack. No, is it John? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> John Cusack's that's the name. Yes. That's the name. That yeah. is a name. Thanks. And uh, both of them, both of them were uh, were like you know on uh, like like semi-active uh, Newgrounds uh, animators. Um, okay. The show is like just hilarious. Um, if you like stuff like you know like what like Adult Swim is known for, kind of like like Aqua Teen Hunger Force or like Squid Billies and like that kind of stuff, it's very right. irreverent. Um, but it's just like genuinely really well written. Um, and uh like it feels very much sort of like like to the opposite of what brendan was saying because like you know this was a show that was kind of created by people who were around for like the heyday of newgrounds um and you can see a lot of like loving connection there like the second episode uh like the primary character so like the show is about the you know these two uh this this organ it's sort of like a charity uh focused on these two characters um charlie and pym Mm -hmm. and they you know their job is to go and make people smile um so it's like you know you get different characters who have different scenarios whatever the second show the second episode the person they have to make smile is a like shrimp person literally named shrimp uh who's voiced by david firth um who is the creator and voice of salad fingers uh, I don't want that. And, I don't like that at all. And <laughs> and it's also well, he's not doing the salad fingers voice. He's kind of doing his own voice. But like, I just don't they like also, the word salad fingers. No one. They also the got um, they also got uh, if 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 anyone knows like like kind of cheesy YouTube, they got um chills in there just oh, to do YouTube? his like, yeah, who does the horror like lists just so there he could go. show up and go number fifteen, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, so it's really, it's really funny, but like, it's also, um, you know, because I'm a big fan of, uh, of Chris O'Neill and like Oni plays, uh, like, uh, the YouTube yeah. channel and like Zach is, uh, b- a big part of the reason I got into that, sh- into that channel in the first place. So like, there's a lot of like connection to like, like jokes they've made on Oni plays and like, you know, jokes they've had just sort of like on new grounds. Yeah. So like, it, it doesn't it like you know sort of the opposite of Vox Machina where like it doesn't feel like the kind of show like if you don't know who the Oni plays guys are or if you're not like familiar mm-hmm. with like you know mid two thousands Newgrounds you're not going to enjoy it because it really is like genuinely funny and they do a lot mm-hmm. with like good written jokes and really good delivery. Zach has a really unique voice too, so a lot of his delivery is very like dry, um, and just the way he says things is like really funny. Uh, but like there are those little nods like to those things too. Like in, in one of the one of the really big um, Oni plays uh, series is, is when they like they were playing Worms, and there's sort of a joke during like you know because they're, they're playing like Worms Ar- Armageddon, and like there's a sort of like a chat room lobby uh, while they're getting set up, and there was a joke there where like Chris is kind of saying like, "Oh, smiling friends is is really funny. You know, you're Zach Hadel, like you're you're really cool." And uh, and Zach responds by saying, "Oh, that's the thanks, man. We're gonna put a worm in episode two. And they literally did that. Like there are worms in episode two just for, just to complete that joke. Um, so like it's just <laughs> like just, like worms from the game, or they're just no. It's worms. just like a it's just a bowl of worms. Like they just because he said he would put a worm in episode two, they put worms <laughs> in episode two. Like so they, it just like they did funny little stuff like that." Um, and yeah, like a lot of people, like even like from Newgrounds, like if you know anything about, you know, the uh, like Newgrounds animation, like Joshua Tomar was kind of like the voice of Newgrounds. He was just showing up in everything. And he's a really good voice actor. 
uh, he's done a lot of like like mainstream stuff too. Like he shows up there too. Like um, you know, just guys who like have been in that circle and friends. I think even Tom Fulp, the creator of Newground, showed up in episode one, like the the pilot episode. Hmm. Um, so and, I'm, uh, I'm seeing here that uh, you're missing the biggest cameo, Gilbert Gottfried as yep, God. Yeah, Gilbert Gottfried showed up as God, and I just lost it. Yeah, that I mean, sounds. Is anybody perfect. else God? Like that is it? Oh yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so funny uh like and yeah that, that episode two is just so great um yeah so like it's just uh, like i can't i cannot recommend it hi highly enough um there's a really good bit that they do where like um like one of the episodes they, they they come into into opposition with the frowning friends who like move in across the street and they just go around like pissing people off and um at one point they're, tr they're trying to convince this guy to be like happy by like because he's saying oh i like balloons he's like okay you could be like a balloon salesman there you go and the guys show up and they're like he's kind of like oh did you know that like in uh, the 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 world's helium supply is slowly running out and will be gone in 30 to 50 years and like after like after they leave it's kind of like he's just on his phone he's just like like the like pim is sort of like i don't i don't know if they if they're gonna like let up like i, I don't think this is okay and and charlie uh, as zach is just like Dude, I just I just looked up that thing he said. Like that's that's true. That's a hundred percent. Like everything he said is true. It's all gonna be gone. <laughs> like and it just it just like cuts to commercial. <laughs> like it's so fucking amazing. So it, it it's on it's on Hulu Plus now. They were running it on Adult Swim at a very weird time. It was like Sunday at midnight, so it was like kind of hard to catch. Um, I mean, but isn't everything much... on Adult Swim at a like, weird time, though, really? It's more or less, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the weird time channel. They can only have seven shows at a time, one a yeah. night, midnight. But they, <laughs> they, did, they did just get renewed for a second season, so I'm really, like, re as as someone who's, like, really big fans of those guys and who has, like, actually, like, been, like, aware of them and kind of, like, semi-following, like, just, like, their animation stuff from, you know, way back in the day when I was on Newgrounds, like it's, it is genuinely very cool to see them like finally like, sort of like yeah, kind of like achieving, yeah, like hitting that mainstream status. And because they are like, they are really genuinely talented, funny guys. And um, I would highly, highly recommend digging it up. If you can, if you have Hulu plus or whatever, like watch it, it's really, and it's an easy watch too. It's like 10 episodes, 10 minutes a piece, like really snappy. Like it's just, it's fantastic. This is a stacked TV in Canada as well. If that's something. You is it got. not stacked? I thought I just saw that. That's yeah. the thing. Here's what I see. Apparently, yeah. Okay, so watch those shows that you guys talked about. Yes, absolutely. The ones I talked about, great. But when we leave here, I'm gonna go watch Evil Dead and Clone High. Okay. That's yes. what I got. From definitely this watch Clone High first, and then watch anything that's else. That's fine. Yes, <laughs> that's fine. But no, that's good. And and play on Newgrounds while I'm doing it because now I'm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can still go to Newgrounds. Oh, yeah, Newgrounds is still going strong. Yeah, no, Newgrounds it's. Newgrounds the one with End of the World because that was also a part of my. High school. It was uh, a flash, or does it still work? It was. It was. I was really curious to see how they would transition from it, but it seemed like it didn't affect them that much. Um, <laughs> and I know, I know a lot of animators who said that, like, even like back then, working in Flash was kind of a nightmare. So it going away <laughs> wasn't like the worst thing. Um, they were celebrating. But it's still yeah, the literal it's, end of the world for them. But it wasn't. It's much. it's still a genuine like hub for you know like like you know upcoming artists and animators to post their stuff and 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 get recognition. And it was cool to go on Newgrounds at the time and see like all these people posting like fan art of smiling friends because they like they knew that connection and like cool. how much love it was getting on that side too. So it was really it was really nice. So there's been a lot of nostalgia talk in this episode. So that kind of brings us yeah. to the last thing that we have on the docket in our Whatcha Playing. A bunch of us have been playing Fortnite. Well, Dana, in theory, 
maybe I'm actually it, getting no, on, but no, I did, I did, I didn't put anything in in my thing. That's I, I've, I played Lost Lost Ark for all of you, but yes, I did have gotten back into Fortnite. Else? My my foundation quests are done. No, my first page is done. I got. Uh, all of them I think done. my second page is done too. Oh really? Yeah, some of those are really I was, niche. <laughs> I was such to, like, a dick group up too. and just plan. Because I I got the the thing where you have to kill a uh, gunner. And like I was in the area, some guy had like already started fighting him. He got him to like half health, and I killed him, and then just sniped his kill of gunner. <laughs> so when are we dragging Brendan into Fortnite? <laughs> you played with me one time. on Earth, apparently. That's going to send him after that. I've uh, just been plowing through my. I got my Spidermans. I'm on my last page of the battle pass. Mm -hmm. Just gonna finish those quests <laughs> and unlock. See, but that this too. is the time. Like, I'm over level 100 now. I'm just. See, mm. Andy wants to play too. Like, I'm over level 100. I'm just. Let's grinding. jump in. We can do uh, close encounters. It's a lot of fun. It's all shotgun mode. I. And the storm gets really I have, low. I have too. those quests. I never play. Um, I never play any other modes. I, just I, I jumped into it just to see what it was. I didn't. I didn't know right away what it was. So I just kind of like popped into it, and it's pretty fun. It's just all shotguns. Mm -hmm. I love the heavy shotgun now, how it's super like long range. Mm -hmm. That thing is the yeah. beast. I haven't seen, I guess, the machine pistol, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's okay. It's no, like it's like it the SMG. I'm a pistol girl, though. Like, if there are pistols involved, I do love I'm down, that's my jam. I miss the duelies. So. That was fun. That was my go-to weapon. I just liked to be able to shoot people and be like, duelies, every time. <laughs> like, go John Wick creative. once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So yeah. everyone's playing Fortnite, even Brendan. Shh. Secretly, he doesn't want to admit it because he feels dirty. Then, then okay, he's playing Fortnite. <laughs> uh, you did play, well, you watched play of something that's coming soon. Drama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chris, you're still playing Pokemon. Still going. Yeah, very slowly. How is that? Picking away that. I quite like it, I can't it, believe actually, you don't and... have that. Me? Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you, well, I mean, if you paid attention to anything I said ever, Dana, you would know that I thought that based on everything I saw about it, it looked really boring. And then I saw, yeah, people... but I figured you were one of those guys we were talking oh, about no. earlier that bitched and complained and then bought it anyway. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I'm a man of my word. When I bitch and complain <laughs> about something, I stick to it. Um, I, I might, I might get it if it goes on sale. Like if I see yeah, it drop Jordan, down in price, maybe. There. You were the one that said you loved No Man's Sky. Until like a week after, they're like, no, I hate Moon Sky. Stupid. I never, ever, ever said that. That is false. You are, you are misconstruing. I always, I wrote a friggin' article <laughs> about how I loved it, even when it first came out. Then you I always wrong, and you're like, I guess it doesn't have enough stuff. I always liked it. I because I always thought it was this really chill game to just like get high and fly around the universe to put on some pink toys and just enjoy high it. On life, folks. Yeah, yeah, high on life, not yeah. drugs. <laughs> um, so seeing all the pretty relatively positive vibes, though, like on online about it hasn't changed your mind at all about. Arceus. You know what? It's 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 piqued my interest a little bit, but I think I still might wait on it. Like I just picked Maybe up we'll uh, Shin Megami to... too, so I got to get into that. Oh. Um, Maybe Chris can uh, do another uh, uh, CDM play so that we can. Yeah, a little further in. Yeah. I think, like, based on, yeah, some of the stuff I have seen of it, like, people sharing stuff online, like, it it looks a bit better than I thought it was going to be. But Once you get over the graphics, like, a lot of people that yeah. hung up on the graphics. I don't even care about the graphics. That's weird right? to me. Like, as soon as, as soon as something's on Nintendo, I'm like, yep, yeah, that's, it's, no, it's going to be a cartoon. 
Yeah, I, I genuinely didn't care. I just, I like, I, like initially, like what they showed, just like gameplay wise, I thought it looked really boring, and I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. But it yeah. seems like mm -hmm. people are saying no. It like it actually is genuinely a lot of fun. The way they streamlined a lot of the elements of like catching and leveling up and all that stuff, like it makes the game a lot more fluid and action focused. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it's it seems more interesting to me now. But I think I still, I still might wait on it. That the press yeah, of the lot of seems have been pretty accurate. Um, mm -hmm even down to like some elements of the ui like going into the menu to check check your bag also is where you can go like tab over to save your game and to access yeah. the mystery gifts and all that stuff so there is like some similar ui elements plus doing battles and catching it in in the world feels I don't know why doing battles sounds weird to me doing, doing battles. battles doing battles <laughs> doing battle. oh, okay. acting battles oh. don't do a battle battles. have a fight um <laughs> yeah Battling for, for battling is um, what you say. Battling for supremacy. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna go start a fight, well, I, guys. I want to do battle. I mean, I think I think I'm more interested. Do battles, I think you'd say. I think I'm more interested in it now since I saw someone share online that Darkrai is in it, and he's like my favorite Pokemon of all time. So Darkrai is a. Uh, I think you have to have Sword Data or something. One of the other games unlocks it by having Data okay. on your Switch. Oh, uh, but that's really not not thing. not Pearl or Diamond. That's weird. I forget the breakdown, but uh, uh, Shaman the is the one that you that you get through that method, and uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a post game thing though, so like you can only access it after you've beaten the quote unquote story. Oh that yeah. That being no, said, it... I, I I I have also heard that the true ending of the game doesn't come in until you've completed the Pokedex properly. Um, oh, okay. so hey, uh, game, uh, hey, so hey, Chris, it's... you want to let you want to mail me and lend me a co your copy of uh, Shining Pearl slash Diamond so I can get Darkrai, please? Uh, nope. Just to get that data, and I'll send it right back to you. Absolutely nope. not. <laughs> oh, uh, a dude. microplay or a jumbo video or a not a... <laughs> where am I going to well, find any of those do. in this day and age? <laughs> uh, I know where to find them. Right around me. Uh, just find someone who owns <laughs> the game near you and pop it in your Switch for five minutes. That's all it takes. That's all I want. I'll mail it right back. Come on. Mailing in this postal economy? <laughs> no, long it takes me to get stuff from the office. Just, yeah, just go to EB days, and be like, "Excuse days, me, sir, can I please days. just pop this in my switch yeah. for five seconds?" Canada Post, Canada Post is the, is the slowest thing in, in this direction. I don't know why. Slow. But weird is that it will get almost all the way there, and like it'll get to a postal center, like a, a block away from your house, like four more days. Like how? <laughs> can I walk there and get it? Like, <laughs> can I meet your guy and like, like bury you and leave? Can I just come get it? It just sits there for days. It's yeah. For sure. Thank you for your service, Canada Post. But can you, it's not that far. It's not that far. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so we'll be your postal <laughs> service tangent. Um, which means we're never. Which means I think that's again. about it for this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you're looking at more tangents of a weird services industries we deal with. Hey, Wilson has no. a great idea actually in chat for you there. Jordan. What? Sorry, it was, uh, I was. Go to a used game store. Say you want to make sure the game works, then give it back. Say you're not interested. Ah. Is, that, is that doable? Can I do that? Uh, as long as you have a save. Once you could do. No, it but once. I mean, like, you think they're gonna let me do that? They're gonna probably be like, mm, like sorry, buddy. Like, you put it in a system. Like, I just want to make sure it turns on and stuff because games could be weird. Yeah, but I would. I would have to boot the game up and play it to get the no, save. No, you have to like have a save yeah. file, right? Yeah, I have to. Create All you need is a save file, and it takes like yeah. five minutes to be able to save in those games. Yeah, yeah. so. So you just want to say, I want to make sure it actually works because I've had some bad experiences in Switch games. You can probably do that once. You couldn't keep going in there like, I want to try it again. I try that again. <laughs> well, no, I mean, just you will get, get your face on the wall. Right? 
I feel like you could do that. It's like, ah, oh, I, I thought this was a different game. I, I got it wrong. It booted up. I'm like, nah, it's not the one I was looking for. I don't know, Bert. I got a beard. They're not going to trust me on that. They're going to think I'm an <laughs> I mean, idiot. <laughs> what if they're watching us now, smarter than that. You, you shave, you'll look at a cue ball, you'll be good. Why? Why? Why we got to do this? Calm down, people. <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, if you'd like to read more on most of these topics, not uh, how to defraud your local used game store, uh, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on, on all the socials to see Jordan's face on the wall of his local game store when he tries that. Uh, just search CG Mag and you'll find us. And if you have any questions or comments, please send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com and we can address them on the air on the next episode. Uh, Jordan, where can we people, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Ninja Jordan. Ninja X Harder than it looks, eh? Oops, it is. That's a big old bowl. Um, <laughs> and you can find me on YouTube at Ninja Jordan Reviews. Hey. Cool. Dana, oh, do I need to call thanks. you about? Yeah, yeah we Dana, come on. Get on the ball. <laughs> What's happening? Hi, I'm Dana. Um, you can find me at the Dana Eileen. We're not going to talk about anybody, anything anyone's yelling at me for. Uh, it's written, wait, right there. Oh, I can't go Smash any further. The There's a wall. Put, the, put a put a hole in the wall. Kind of there. Smash there. there. That's how you spell it, so I don't have to spell it anymore. Uh, that's Twitter, Instagram. Uh, but what about Twitch, our podcast no listeners? What they won't be able to. What see about our screen. podcast listeners? Oh crap! At the Dana Eileen, go to CGM. All the reviews on the front page are mine right now because it was a busy week. You'll find my name. <laughs> How about you? Uh, Bfry26 on everything. Okay. I'm easy. And it's there. There it is. I don't have a wall in the way. Wow. <laughs> I'm really getting, I cannot get this podcast versus <sighs> Chris. And you can find me at Hoogathy. I win the race. Oh, it. I, I win. I practiced the whole time he's been doing this. Like, which way? Uh, and you can also find me here on Twitch at Guild Two Taps, uh, streaming on Mondays and Wednesdays. Nice. Uh, and yeah, follow the channel if you haven't already. And we'll be streaming more random game stuff as we do reviews and all that stuff. So yeah, mash that follow button. We said affiliate, so go us. Follow sub. Like the follow Spend button things. and hit the bell and hit the bell and ring the bell. Like the bell and social media. There is. So. Oh, is there something? There's yeah, something, there's a bell. There's notification bell. Sure. So yeah, hit who, smash who, the like and knows. smash the bell and subscribe and smash right through your monitor and give us a like. Miss Castro, um, you let me use progenitor as I see fit. Okay, he is the bot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for watching and listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Peace.